Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dreams Unlimited Travel Podcast. My name is John Magi, and I'm going to be your host this week. And in this episode, we're going to talk, be talking to you all about booking a Walt Disney World package vacation. This is actually part one of a two-part series we will be doing on a Walt Disney World packages. So um, we hope you join us for all of our shows. Makes me so happy to have at the table this week our panel of experts. Agent consultant for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Tracy Heinrichs. Hi, everyone. Agent for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Kristen Turner. Hello, everybody. Client Services Manager for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Kevin Close. Hi, y'all. Agent for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Stacy Wood. Hey, everyone. And back in our production facility, we have our wonderful producer, Craig Williams. Hello. Again, thank you, everybody, for joining us at home, for listening and watching. Thank you guys here for being here. I really appreciate it um, because... Um, while I am familiar with Walt Disney World packages, I do not book them on a regular basis. So this is certainly not something that I'm an expert in. I'm counting on you guys to, to fill us in and make sure our folks know all about Walt Disney World packages. I'm going to get started with a real quick definition. Um, I'm sure most people know this, but when we talk about a package, what we're talking about is when you book a vacation and things are bundled together or you get more than one thing. Um, it gets a little complicated. There are options for room reservations where it's just a room or there's a room reservation where other things are involved in that. But when we talk about a package on this show, again, we're going to talk about that thing where you get more than just your room reservation. So just so we sort of have a baseline. Um, Sometimes when we talk about packages for other destinations, that definition changes a little bit. But I just wanted to make sure we were all on the same page because it gets a little tricky when we start talking about packages, especially for Walt Disney World, because things have changed over the years. Um, it used to be a package was you had to have a room and a ticket and possibly a dining plan with it. And that's not the case anymore. So let's get started. Um, one of the things that happens with a, with a package for Walt Disney World, no matter what you book, no matter what components you have with it, you get what's called uh, magical extras. And you guys want to tell us about the Magical Extras and what they are and what comes with that package? Yeah. Okay, so the Magical Extras are um, some mini golf vouchers, um, entrance into the ESPN Wide World of Sports, 10% off of Splitsville and some of the water sports activities, uh, 20% off of some restaurants and Joffrey's, all on property, um, 10% off of some of these select retail shops. And also included are your uh, souvenir luggage tags that match your magic pants. That's cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Nice little perks. Um, you know, one of the things we want to make sure people understand, too, is that Disney will change these. Um, they'll change the restaurants that get discounts, things like that, depending on what's open and, you know, where they want to push people to. So sometimes people say, well, last year I got such and such a discount, and this year it's changed. I want that again. You know, that's just the way Disney works. And that's what we kind of say, too. You know, you get some discounts at some of the shops. And we're not make, we're not doing a laundry list of the shops. Right. Because, but, you know, that can change so often, and it often does. And you can read we're that. not talking about a discount at World of Disney here. Like, it's not. No. It, it's typically more the, the B shops. <laughs> right. <laughs> and not so good stores. Right, right. Yes. You know, um, there's a list somewhere. You know, you yeah, and, and when you book, your you agent book, can your provide agent you. Yeah. yeah, and you'll find all the details specifically. Also, Disney sends you that package that tells you what's included. So, tell me about what your clients say about these magic lectures. Is this the thing where it's like, oh my god, I can't believe it! I get 
ten percent off Splitsville, or is it? There will be some, so it depends. If you're going to do, if your family is going to do mini golfing anyway, then if there's some value to that. If you do plan on doing water sports at the Contemporary, then a ten percent discount be, can be significant. So I think it depends on the family and what their plans are. Do I think this package or these magical extras make or break a booking? No. Definitely. No one's booking a package to get to get these. No. And if you're booking a package to get 20% off of Joffrey's, you're focus, focusing on the wrong thing. Exactly. Right. <laughs> but I will say this. You look at something like the mini golf, and for some people who uh, we're going to talk in, we're going to get into pack, to tickets later and ticket length and all that crazy stuff. But let's say you don't want to buy a ticket for every day of your package. Well, now you've got an option for that extra day. Where you're not spending on a theme park ticket, you've got free miniature golf tickets. But the key is to remember to pack it because it comes prior to your vacation. Mm-hmm. And a lot oh, that's of a good point. That's a a really lot good. of people <laughs> leave that packet at home and then they don't have the vouchers. I would say the two most important things and the magical extras that are I see used the most are probably the mini golf. Um, maybe Splitsville, and then also they love those luggage tags. Yeah, those luggage, tags, um, cool. those luggage tags. They match the Magic Bands. They're cute. People start collecting them from years, and they expect them. So if they get a room only, they're kind of like, "What happened? Where's my luggage right. tags?" I said, "Well, you know, you have to explain the difference." All right. Exactly. So um, we talked a little bit. I briefly talked about tickets um, and a package. Now you can get a package that doesn't have tickets at all. So let's talk a little bit about that. Because that's just crazy. That's yeah. just insanity. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. That's pretty new. Mind blown. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty new. That it is. is. New. You can book the uh, ticketless package just with the room and dining now. And that the, you used to have to add tickets in order to do that. So that's great for people who have annual passes mm-hmm. or people who have tickets from a previous stay. Or maybe they're getting military discounted tickets. Um, there's a number of reasons why somebody wouldn't have tickets with their room and whereas before that disqualified them from adding the dining plan right right now we can have the dining plan with it i'm gonna even go one step back there used to be a time when your tickets had to match your length of stay yeah it's been a while since that's happened but yeah it was i mean you used to there used to be all sorts of crazy rules disney seems to have really gotten lax and said we understand now that people vacation differently so we want to give them a little more flexibility in right. what they're going to pick and choose. Yeah, and now to book that ticketless package, we can't book it online. It's something that we have to call into Disney and book special. Um, so it's not... Nobody cares how you work, Tracy. Know. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, just because you know people are going to look for it online themselves yeah. and they're going to say it's not there. What are you have, talking about? So even consumers can't do it. Okay. So it's something that's not available online. It has to be called in. Right. Mm-hmm. So when someone in the comment section of YouTube says, that's not true... Right. I can't find this anywhere. It's because that's right. Yes. yes. You know and it's who you new. are. Like, like Kristen said, it's new just mm-hmm. within the past year or so. So yeah. they might not even be familiar with it. While we're on tickets, let's talk about other things that are involved with tickets. Ticket types, length, things like that. So you have pretty much three different kinds of tickets. You've got your base ticket that gets you into the four main theme parks, the four major theme parks. You can add the park hopper option that will give you access into more than one park per day you can go into all four parks if you'd like and then you have the water park fun and more option which gives you entries the same number of entries into the water parks disney quest um you can get a round of golf what else did we say Where's the run of golf that's at the nine, nine hole holes. course thing yes. I, I, oak, trail, oak trail i think oak trail it's called yeah and then I'm also totally gone yeah. Now you're talking about golf. <laughs> <laughs> also, entry into the wide world of sports, which I don't know exactly what you can do Some, there. Is there ticketed events there sometimes, Craig? Do you know? Um, 
I don't know. I mean, obviously, the Braves play there, but you have to buy that. So it might be larger. The larger yeah. events going on at Wide World of Sports will require special admission, right, right, but right. I think I'm the sports store gets you professional. Wait, do you know if I went right to Craig on that question? I was going to say, <laughs> first of all, you went to a straight guy and he didn't know. Right. <laughs> That's and how I was sitting here going, I know the answer to that. I honestly, I didn't. I mean, I know like seems kids like go and thing, play there. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it seems yeah. like a bizarre thing. So we're, yeah, we were talking about that earlier. Yeah, you can. They they have like cheerleading and things like right. that, but. Mm-hmm. Who, but is that an entry into those things? I I'm not sure. Is it? Is there something there every day? Yeah, that you so there's not something. Or are they shopping there? But, and there's yeah. I guess. Please don't go to Wide World of Sports for shopping. <laughs> <laughs> you might get that 10 percent discount we're talking about. If you're at Wide World of Sports for shopping, this is not a special trip. <laughs> I actually think we should probably move on because people you know are what? out there screaming. I love Wide World of Sports. <laughs> That's true. My favorite part of my vacation. There's a restaurant over there too, right? Yes. Again, not a destination. <sighs> if we, you're there. Uh, we should clarify a little bit on the, the base ticket. This, right. is, this is a question we get a lot. So the base ticket is one park per day. You cannot, if you have a four-day base ticket, you can't say, well, I'm going to use two of my tickets and today go to Magic Kingdom and Epcot. That's park hopping. Mm-hmm. So, but you could go to Magic Kingdom today, go back to the pool and come back to Magic Kingdom tonight. So it, that's yes. a base ticket. And it doesn't matter if you tell them at the gate that you're willing to use another day of your admission. Right. Yes. That's what I was going to say, yes. too, is people will say to us or in general, well, why don't I just say that I'm using tomorrow's ticket today? Yeah, that doesn't work. Disney doesn't says work. no, right? And and, and generally, the park hopper costs more mm-hmm. than what a day costs, yes. especially when you're talking about multi day tickets. And that's how they the multi day tickets. When you start adding, it's not per day price. It's not the hundred dollars that you see right. an admission. So the, the the cost goes down to add multiple right. days. Your so per that's day cost drops. they want you to add park hopper basically. Wow. <laughs> and the other thing is with park hopper and water parks, as we were talking about, relatively new as well in the last year or two is that now there's a discounted rate if you add both. Yes. So as opposed to the 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 same, you know, 60 or $70, whatever it is now, depending on the length. There's a there's a big formula. Your agent can certainly it's help you figure out. It's less expensive than adding it a la carte. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. So... Also, people always... I always hear the same thing. Well, should I add park hopping? If you're new, if this is one of your first trips, or if you're what we call a newbie, and you're not that familiar, you can spend a day in the park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, you, this will be something that yes. we could all talk about and have a different opinion. We were talking about it as we were preparing the show, us three girls. We were talking about it how you know some used always used park hopper and some didn't. Right. And so this is one that is so unique to different people in their situation. Like we've... I have never... And I couldn't be here without a park hopper. And this was way back when we first started. Just the way we toured, we always toured in blocks of time. So we'd have a few hours in the morning. We'd have that afternoon break. We'd return to another park later in the day. And that helped us. We always came off season when there used to be an off season. So, you know, there were certain parks that weren't open in the evenings. So having that that access, and I've talked before about my son being special needs, there were a number of visits where every single morning we had to start the Magic Kingdom and ride the teacups, and then we could continue with our day. So park hopping's always been part of our ticket, and it's just something that we couldn't live without, but you know, other people will say, exactly, yeah. when their right. kids were young, like Stacey, I think yeah. you said when you were younger you didn't when the, Yeah, when you've got strollers and everything else, and you're trying to use the buses, use the monorail, one park per day was all we could handle. And there's also 
take into consideration, too, perhaps a dining need. If you decide you're going to have one meal in one park and another meal in another park, or just in general, you're going to spend the day in the Magic Kingdom, but you're going to want to eat at Epcot, you have to have that park hopper Mm -hmm. to get from place to place. So that's a consideration in your ticket as well. So one of the questions we get quite a bit is, does everybody in my family have to have the same ticket? Do everybody have to have a four-day base ticket or park hopper? Yes. Yes. You just said, do everybody. Stop correcting me. Stop making mistakes. <laughs> All right, I will. <laughs> Does everybody need to have the same ticket? Yes, they do. Yes. Everybody on a package has to have the same ticket. Um, everybody e- do? Everybody do. Everybody do and does. Um, once you're at the park, you know, if somebody wanted, maybe you wanted to get the water parks just for the teenagers. You could upgrade those two tickets once you're here. But on the right. front end, when you're purchasing the package, it has to be the same. You can adjust it on site if needed. And I usually suggest when a family has people that want to have more days in the parks than some of the others, start with the minimal number that everybody wants to be in the parks. And then, like Tracy said, you can go and upgrade those people that want right. to spend a couple And what's days. nice is your upgrade price is based on as if you purchased it originally. So they're not going to charge you for a full extra As long day. as you've used it once. Right. So what happens is, you know, for example, if I was going to take my park ticket and upgrade it to an annual pass while I was here, because some guests will do that. They'll take one of those tickets, upgrade to an annual pass, and use some of those parks or for a future visit. In that case, you want to use your park ticket that first day and Mm -hmm. then upgrade it, because then you're going to get the current value of that ticket, not the value of that ticket when you paid for it. And it's also important to remember that whatever changes you're going to be making to the tickets, or even the annual pass upgrade, you want to do it before your final day in the parks. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Right. Because then you've used all your tickets, and it's no longer a ticket anymore. It's like starting over again. All right. I already need a break, and we just talked about tickets. (laughs) We'll wait till we get to dining plans. That's what's coming up next. I think I need a nap. So um, people have picked their room and they picked their tickets. And of course, now we have to talk about dining because this is the big question. Do I need it? Is it worth the money? Disney has come up with multiple plans. Which plan is right for me? Which plan is right for my family? So who wants to take on the task of discussing dining plans? I'll start. Chris, um, Stacey has a lot of information about the actual plans, but I'll start just by saying that that we say this a lot, but it really depends on your family and, and what your plans are. I believe if you're coming to Disney, you're landing at the airport, you're taking Magical Express to Disney, you are spending your week on property and then taking Magical Express back out. In almost all cases, I think the dining plan's a good idea. Because it's you're kind a good of value. a prisoner. You're right. there on property and you're stuck. <laughs> exactly. You're not going to, for most part, people aren't going to then either get a car for one day or aren't going to Uber right. somewhere else. So you're already there. You might as well get your And that's the thing. If you're here and people will say Disney prices are expensive, yep, it's all true. But you're here and this is where you have to eat. So now you look at a way to facilitate that. And I think that's when the dining plan comes in. If you drive here, if you come down and you rent a car, you know, not all of our, I would say probably about a third of our trips, we have a dining plan because a lot of the times we have a car. We like to visit other restaurants in the Orlando area, but that's the way we tour. If you're on site, and you're not going off, I think a dining plan makes, you know, it, it just makes sense in a lot of ways. It's even, hard, it's even hard to sort of generalize someone who's coming to Walt Disney World for the first time. Because my first thought was, well, if you're coming to Disney World for the first time, you're not going to go off property. But there are people who are ambitious and, and know Absolutely. that they want to go somewhere else. So 
even that's hard to generalize. And I think it's even different if it's your first time, but you've driven here as a family, mm-hmm. or you plan on renting a car because I think already you're more mobile. Right. And it depends on where you're coming from. Like when I we come to visit from Canada, there are a lot of restaurants in this area that we don't have. So that's part of the vacation for us as well, is eating at chains that aren't familiar to us. So there, there could be that factor as well. Right. So Disney offers multiple plans to sort of make it easier for you so that everyone doesn't have to, say, have to have the same plan. They want to try to make it a little more flexible. Let's talk about the different dining plans. Okay. Um, you've got three different choices. You've got quick service dining plan, which offers everybody in your party two quick service or counter service meals per night of stay. The regular dining plan, the Disney dining plan, offers... I apologize. I'm going to go back just a second. Sure. Let's, let's make it easy and explain what a quick service meal is before we move on to a different plan. Okay. Um, think fast food. I mean, your choices are not limited to what you tr- traditionally find in a fast food restaurant, but quick service, walking up to the counter, placing your order, and taking it back to your table. And Disney basically defines the restaurants as quick service which is go to a counter, order, sit down somewhere, or sit down, which is someone who's going to actually service, table service, table right. service, where they're going to come and they're going to bring you food. And, and in a quick service meal, you get an entree? Uh, you get an entree, a non-alcohol drink. Non-alcoholic and drink. It. And it could be a side. It depends on what the entree is. Like if it was a burger, you would get like a burger, fry, and a non-alcohol drink. What's new in 17 is that they've taken away the dessert. It used to get a dessert as well. Right. So they've taken that away. And so now with the quick service plan, instead of one snack, you get two You get per two person. snacks. And you get the two snacks with each dining plan. Mm-hmm. And that can be used for dessert or it can be used later on in the day. Yeah. It doesn't have to be used we, for that meal. We, we'll talk later about how we pretended to be on the dining plan yesterday and we used our, our snacks for breakfast. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a lot of variety in what you can use those for. Right. Quick service, obviously, the least expensive of the dining plans. Right. It is. Mm-hmm. Okay. These, and these are not going to be your character meals. They're not going to be... Right. You know, these are, as we said, you're walking up to a menu board, you're ordering, you're taking food to your table. And this is also a good plan for those people that don't want to be stuck to a schedule because mm-hmm. yes. all of these restaurants, minus be our guest, do not take reservations for quick service meals. So the families that, you know, are kind of winging it. This is also really good for people who don't want to spend a lot of time eating. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. There are people who say that their time is very valuable and that they don't want to spend it in a right. restaurant. Right. Because a table service meal is a commitment. Right. It's not just the length of time, but the getting to the restaurants and all of that. And you are planning them at 180 days out. Right. So this is great for those people. And it's, I think it's really good for people with um, teenagers, older kids, who may go off on their own a little bit you know their meals are taken care of because they've got these credits they can use. Excellent. What's the next dining plan? Okay, the next dining plan is the Disney dining plan, and this offers one quick service meal, one table service meal, and then the two snacks again. And again, this is per night of stay, not the number of days that you were in the parks. Right. That's an important distinction. We get asked that a lot. Yeah. People want, well, can I just buy the dining plan for three days? Or I have an eight-day ticket you know, why do I only have seven days of dining? Plan? Right. It coincides with the number of nights you're staying, and there's no way to alter that. It has to be length of stay. Right. It can't be changed. Yep. And the uh, table service meal includes what? Includes an entree, non-alcoholic beverage, and a... Well, you've got the snack, so you could use it for a dessert. No, you, no, you do not get a table service, service actually does include yes. dessert. It no okay. longer includes an appetizer, correct? It, uh, Deluxe does. Deluxe. Um, but just the regular dining plan Right. So table service has different um, meanings depending on which plan you're on. So with the 
the dining plan that Stacy had mentioned, the regular, you'll call this, this one you'll hear a number of names. Right. The Disney dining, dining plan is what they call plus it. Dining. Plus, plus dining. dining. Regular dining. It's had a number of names over the years. And this table service will get you your main, uh, your entree, and a non-alcohol drink, and your dessert. I really think this is good because it's very, very confusing. It is People very do confusing. hear that. The and it does difference. change from year to year. It does, because it's changed drastically in the time we've been doing this show. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I think you sort of breaking that down helps people. You also can, it could also be a buffet or a family-style meal, too. So right. That's true. Yeah. Um, the character meals and the other, where they plop a big thing in front of you and you family everybody style. eats from yeah. it family yeah. style so mm-hmm. yeah mm, so plopping can, food <laughs> so appetizing so yeah. and you could also if you were on that plan you could exchange two of those table service for a signature that gets into a whole different area right. so we right. really recommend when you're talking about the dining plan with your agent you know you want to they can help you determine you know what where do you want to eat how are you going to do this trip they can help you determine the, the plan that's going to work for you and what the table service means for you in the plan and your plans. And a question that I get a lot about the Disney dining plan and even deluxe is, do I need to make the reservations? And I mean, we can probably talk about that until the cows come home. Yes, you really do. In order to get your money's worth, you need to have those reservations yeah. made. And it's not just, yeah, sorry, yeah, I'm sorry. Especially if there's, if you're going to eat at one of Disney's hot restaurants. Right. Oh, exactly. And those change from year to year. But if you're looking for a BR guest rate reservation right now, you need a reservation. Yeah. We're finding now that they're requiring, you're making it through your My Disney experience, they're requiring, it's a credit card guarantee, that there's less double and triple booking. So we are finding availability to be a little bit easier than it used to. Uh, and then sometimes when I tell people they can't get that hot restaurant, check in the last 24 hours. Everything has a 24 or 48-hour cancellation period. So check again when you're here. Things can right. change. But if you know where you want to eat, have the reservations. You can change them the last day or two before when you're on site, but start with something. And if you get here and think, oh, you know, I'd like to try that instead, as long as you're doing it before the cancellation period, Disney's really kind of gracious about helping you do it. Tracy talked about a deluxe plan. So what's included in that deluxe plan? Okay, this is the top of the line plan. Three meals a day. It can be table service or counter service. It's up to you. And then again, those two snacks per night of stay. And so we should say you're that, basically coming to Disney World to eat, right? Exactly. And so with the deluxe plan, um, you do get an appetizer included. So you get your appetizer and your dessert with that table service if that's what you're doing. You still get your two snacks. The quick service doesn't have dessert. Still, this is all new for 2017. Um, I was under the impression that the snacks could be the dessert. They can be. I yeah, yeah. I believe, yeah they I can be think if you that choose that was to include it automatically. Yes. Correct. Um, the other thing to, it's important to note is that the dining plan does include the taxes on your meal that is included in the dining plan. It does not include the gratuities on your table service. So you will a big still be to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they do still you are responsible for paying your server gratuity. Now with a deluxe plan, it doesn't matter what restaurant you eat in. Correct. Like, for instance, with the deluxe plan, there are no two t- credits. No, there are still is. Yes. They, are there? Yeah, it's yeah. still counted. Because you're getting a credit per night of stay. Yeah, you're getting three credits you- per night of stay. They're not. They're just not distinguishing whether they're quick service or table service. Right. They're allowing you to choose. So you can so, still go to one of those high-end specialty restaurants that require two credits. You're just using up two of your daily gotcha. credits. Right. That changed also, didn't it? Yeah. Didn't it used to be that you could go wherever no. you wanted? That was the premium and platinum plan. Okay, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Right. Yeah, and I'm those sorry. plans are no longer offered for 2016 
and we're assuming for 2017. And um, I want to mention that we always use the deluxe dining plan, not always, but most of the time. And the way we use it is we we eat a big character breakfast typically. I've got smaller children, so they really, I'd rather wait and do the character breakfast at the um, or see the characters at a breakfast rather than wait in line for them. So we'll do a character breakfast and then a signature meal, whether it be one of the dinner shows or one of the California Grill, which is my favorite. So that's how we use it. So we're not eating three times a day. We're just eating twice a day, and then we use the snacks in the middle of the day. We always tell people that if you go to one of the breakfast buffets or one of the character breakfasts, if you go a little bit later, you can actually make that like a brunch where it's breakfast, lunch, mm-hmm. and save your time with a, a third meal of the day. Right. Oh, another thing we forgot to mention is the refillable mug. Yeah. So every dining plan has a refillable mug that can be used at the resort only. Right. And, and that's this, good for your length of stay. Yes. Yes. And this covers anything at the beverage station at your resort. Soda, coffee, tea, juices, water. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I gotta tell you, each plan comes with a little calculator. <laughs> they should. They actually should give you a little calculator, and they should give you someone who follows you around. Uh, well, actually, one of the nice things is you can find out what your credits are. Yes, correct. Yes. At any time, mm-hmm. you can ask what your credits are. The bottom, so of, the bottom your receipt, of the receipt. Right? It will tell you how many too. you have left. So that's always a nice thing. So you can sort of keep a running thing. How many do I have left? How many have I used? Um, it sounds complicated and convoluted right. as right. we're talking about it. It does. And it's because we're talking about it. We're trying to do an overview in vague terms. But when you're when we're talking specifically with our clients, we know their exact situation. We're talking then in specifics. Right. So it's it sounds a little... and. It, it really, it kind of is, but when you're using it, I find it very easy to use once I'm on site. Like I, I always tell them, just get through the first day, you know, right. use your first set of credits and it will all fall into place. And never be afraid to ask whatever restaurant you're at, how exactly, will, how exactly can I use the dining plan here? Well, now, whenever you sit down at a Disney table, the first thing the server says is, are you on a dining plan? Right. So they know that you're probably a little confused. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Just texting with Teresa. <laughs> I got bored of the dining plan. <laughs> Are you talking about cats? I am. Asking about our cats. How's Klaus doing? So you guys had a chance to stay this weekend before we did the recording of the show, and you did a little experiment. You wanted to see sort of what it would be like to be on the dining plan versus what you're paying out of pocket, and was it really worth it? Was it a pain in the butt because you had to stick to a certain meal? So how did that work out? How did you guys do with that? We we uh, we really enjoyed trying to uh, follow the path of the dining plan, and so we started with in the morning at breakfast, and we used that as our snacks. So you have two snacks for next year, and so I had a bagel and a drink, and those were my snacks. And had I had the refillable mug, I wouldn't have needed to use my snack for that drink so that we could have used, I could have used that snack later or got something else. Um, and then we went on to have our quick service meal and we went to Disney Springs and did deluxe burger, which was great. Yeah. And then we did, um, we did Cape May for our dinner. And so that was our table service meal. I got to tell you quick service going to deluxe burger. That's a pretty that was a good value. Yes. That really so was. You can choose right. any burger. And so the burgers, um, we were we were conscious of cost, so the burger I had chosen was eleven ninety nine, but there was still one that was twelve or thirteen yeah. ninety nine that I could have chosen. Um, you could use their 
Um, we got the fries as a side and then a non-alcohol drink or a bottle of water. So that's what, and they said for our side, we could have had either the macaroon or the fries. So we had a choice. Um, so we had, we had a burger fry and it was a $22 meal and right. I didn't even have the most expensive yeah. burger. Right. Right. So, and it was the same thing at breakfast. We were looking at well, what could we get for breakfast for our snack credit. You know, there was a yogurt parfait with granola that was over five dollars. That could have been my snack credit. I also got the bagel and cream cheese and a drink. Um, but we could have biscuits and gravy. biscuits and gravy yeah. was a good. Um, good there one. was muffins and cinnamon rolls. So there were there were fresh fruits. Yep, there were a few things. So Just, I want to make sure you guys. Where did you guys stay? We stayed at Saratoga Springs. Saratoga Springs. So you went to their food court. We did. Yeah, and okay. I think that would be. I mean, the hot. On- Options may vary a little right. bit between resorts, but the majority of these, you know, you get a, would be similar, whatever resort you're at. Right. And what did you do for dinner again? Cape May Cafe, buffet. Wow. So yeah. did you total up what you spent? We did. Yes. So we totaled yes, up we our did. day. We came in just under $72. And had we bought the dining plan, it would have been $67. So five, that's per person? That's per person. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't sound like a big saving. It sounds like $5. However... I had to buy soda twice because I didn't have a refillable mug. So that was $3 and change each time. Um, like Kristen had said at breakfast, neither one of us would have purchased a drink because we would have had the refillable mug. So we would have had a, a snack to use either with breakfast or another part of the day, another which have been another $4 or $5. Bucks, so easily, I think, had it we'd actually been on the dining plan, our savings would have been 12 to $15 for that day. We also ate at Cape May which I think was around $40, $42. But had we gone to Epcot at Princess Storybook for dinner, that meal's oh. 57 bucks. Mm-hmm. Right. So our savings then would have increased by another $15. So this is why it really kind of, you want to look at each family and, and what they're doing and what their plans are. And, and Tracy was saying that our dollar savings wasn't that much per person. But remember, you're talking about a family. So times that by the number of people in your family per night. Right. So that can add yeah. up to be quite a significant savings, especially when you get to the more expensive. Locations. And the children, we also yeah, we, we, also we tallied up how much it would have cost for a child to go through and do what we did yesterday versus using the dining plan, and that was it was I nice don't savings. Like you, you know, you look at some of the uh, chi- the character meals, a uh, character meal at the Princess Storybook in Epcot, that is like thirty four, thirty five dollars for a child. The dining plan for a child is under twenty five dollars. So if you only did that character meal, you just save ten dollars per child right mm-hmm. now add in the fact that they're getting a quick service meal and they're still getting two snacks your yes. savings yep. are plus their drinks plus mm-hmm. their drinks there's also a convenience factor for many families Absolutely. Yep. the mm-hmm. fact that i don't have to take my credit card yep. out i've already budgeted my food for the stay yep. right. you know i think there's a lot of families who like that option quite a bit and we were all talking about that the fact that and it's interesting my son's almost to the age of grown and gone stacy has three teenagers uh Kristen has three kids under the age of two, I think. I don't know if they're crazy young. Wow. <laughs> like, her kids are crazy young. So you talk about where we're all at different life stages and how we all find just the, yes. the convenience of mm-hmm. and having that prepaid. So when you're here, you don't feel like you're being nickel and dimed. Like and you you're, were and you're not your like, you know, with three teenagers, my son's ordering, you know, lobster and steak. And, you know, I'm cringing thinking that's the most expensive thing on the menu. But with the dining plan, you know, yeah. have it. Order the most yeah. expensive thing on the yeah, menu. The nice thing about where you guys chose, you chose Cape May. Again, not the most expensive meal. Right. But there is something for everybody. Mm-hmm. Right. So this isn't the type of thing where you're going to go to, you know, I understand people like it and I like it too. But you're not going to go to Boma and have the kids go, I can't eat anything. 
Right. Kate May would have something for everybody, right. or Jico, or something like that. Yeah. So, and we also um, we didn't all have park tickets yesterday, so we were purposely looking for places outside of the parks. Um, but I think it would be very similar, you know, depending on where you were for the day. I think I hear this over and over again that the people like prepaying for it. Right. Mm-hmm. Now I know what's what I've already spent, yeah. and I don't have to think about yeah. that. But again. These do not include gratuities. Right. Right. And it's just nice. Like if you like Stacey's thing, you got three kids sitting around the table. You don't want to be saying, no, you're not getting the steak. You're getting right. the burger. Or, My mother used to yeah. tell me to read the menu from the right to the left. <laughs> <laughs> right. Price first. Exactly. And it's just nice to be on vacation and not have right. to. Right. And it's vacation. And you don't, yeah, you don't want to be worrying about that. What do we want to tell our clients about the gratuity? Because I'm sure that has to be uh, something that's odd for people. How do they figure out their gratuity if they're not paying for it? Disney makes it very easy. They give you a receipt of what the meal would have cost. And then they'd give you on the bottom gratuity amounts. 15%, 18%, 20%. So you can choose your dollar amount. And then you sign it just like you would any other room charge. So the, the gratuity portion of it or anything that you did order above the dining plan that all gets charged back to your room or however you choose to take care of that. So you get a receipt just as if you were paying for this meal. And, and you were saying, you know, it can be charged back to your room. You can pay your gratuities however you want. You can okay. use a gift card. You can use cash, credit card. So you're not limited. I get that question quite a bit. Yeah. Also, parties of six or more, automatic 18% gratuity. Right. That is true. That's many restaurants are doing yeah. that now. It's not yeah. unique to Disney for doing that. Anything else you want to mention is for the dining plan? Anything that we've we skipped or we didn't get in there i think that's the bulk of it i think you know it really can be an individual decision for families and it's really something to think about you know for all of us and i've said myself i don't use it every time because there's some trips it doesn't make sense for me but there's there's some that it does when you work with your clients do you sometimes work backwards where do you want to eat and then that'll it depends on how far the they're payment. booking because sometimes it's really hard like when you're booking really far out to kind of be thinking that far ahead but we just we usually start with talking in general terms will you you know I'll ask my clients do you plan on sitting down to a table service meal and explaining what that is at least once a day that's usually my first question mm-hmm. or are you going to be just grabbing and going through so it's kind of determining which dining plan I think would fit then they've got pricing. They know their family of four, or, you know, whatever they are. So you kind of start in general terms. And then sometimes somebody will elect not to take the dining plan. But then you get the list of the dining they want to book. Mm. And so and you, sometimes then it's a calculation. And it's like, oh, you can save. You really should have added yeah, this. Right. Kind of and then we can add it then. Perfect. And we can actually add the dining plan up until three days before. Before they travel. check in. So we can add it. And you, you know, can upgrade later. a dining plan? You can upgrade it prior to. You're not going to be able to make changes on site. And you will not be able to add a dining plan once you're checked in. Right. Okay. That's a big misconception. Yeah. And a lot of people think that they're, you know, they're restricted. They only get a, a certain menu or they have to, they can only pick from column right. A or B. That's not the case. This is just how you are paying for the meal you're getting. This is not a prefix menu. Right. You know, this is how right. you're paying. And you'll be told, you know, quick service especially, you may need some clarification about exactly what that restaurant is, is right. calling this meal. But generally speaking, and your servers are great at helping you maximize. Remember that percentage of gratuity on the amount. Mm-hmm. So they're really great at helping you choose the most expensive thing. On the menu. One of the things Dizzy's very good at, too, is identifying their snacks. They have that little sign up when something's Mm -hmm. a snack, so you know it's a snack credit that can be used. Um, We've given this tip for years and that people tend to not use all their snack credits, and then at the end of their vacation, they say, what do I do with all of these? 
You can buy things in the gift shop and the gift stores in your. <laughs> you resort. can always tell when you're behind somebody in the gift shop who has eleven. Um, right, they're checking uh, out for the day. crispy treats. In the- <laughs> <laughs> they're using up snacks. They get their snack credits worth. But I think that's something that's really good for them to you know keep in mind is that if I don't use my snack credits, are they going to go to waste? Mm-hmm. So. And then um, I just want to talk a little bit about logistically how it works. As far as you don't get physical tickets or anything for your dining credits That's a good point. it's your magic band so at the end of the meal uh, you know they're going to ask you um like you said in the end of the meal you just scan your magic band you also set up a pin code during online check-in or when you physically check in that you will use to punch in to pay for your dining so now uh, i'm a family of four and the kids have the dining plan do all the kids have to scan their bands or is it just no, mom just or dad just has to do it? yep it's great and that keeps track of the dining plan for them yeah. and mm-hmm. gets everything. And I think we had said that receipt has a running tally at the bottom. Right. So it's oh, every time you get a receipt and you do get every restaurant you go to, you get a receipt just as if you had paid cash. And it tells you exactly what credits you have left. I have one other question that I think I know the answer to. You're not limited to a certain amount of credits each day, correct? No, you're not. No. You're That's correct. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what happens is they're put on your account as a total for the week. So if you're a family of four and you're staying seven nights... You've got was that twenty eight table service credits. So it's they go raining on day really one. hard one day, and you decide you're going to have breakfast, lunch, and dinner somewhere indoors. You can use three of your table you service credits mm-hmm. and then eat. Yep, yep. You can also use them on check in a uh, check out day up until midnight. Right. So and you don't get new ones for that day, but you can still use any that you have left right. over. So if you've checked out of your resort, you can still go mm-hmm. get something. You yeah, see, that would be bad for us because it's kind of like when the hurricane hit and all our snacks are gone in a day. <laughs> like when I used to be a Weight Watcher and you got a certain amount of credits per day and you yeah. think, okay, well, I'm up to next Wednesday. <laughs> I have to add more dining credits, please. It was like DVC points, banking and borrowing. Oh, <laughs> Well, and that's well. That brings up another point, though, is that no, you can't add dining credits to your dining plan. Some people think that they can, especially once they're down here. Can can I pay extra for mm-hmm. two more credits? No, you cannot, unless you want to add an extra night. <laughs> so plan ahead, folks. Yes, we've taught you nothing. Um, in addition to tickets and dining, there are other things you can add to a package. Let's talk about these additional package add-ons. So we have insurance and memory maker. Insurance is seventy seven fifty per adult, and the children are covered for free. Um, then you also have the memory maker at one forty nine if purchased at least three days in advance. If you purchase it while you get here, it goes up to one sixty nine. Explain memory maker. So memory maker means that you basically scan your magic band, and you have a. F- photo package kind of everything's all digital you don't get any physical pack uh, physical t- pictures so you have every picture that they take when you walk into the park with the characters at on the rides you also get a couple ride videos they're all automatically added into my disney experience and what i really love is you can instantly download share them put them on facebook send them in an email send them in a text and it's almost instant they take it and then you look at your phone and it's right there oh, that's cool. so um yeah. and we, the remaker is you get all the pictures. Yes, all, all of them everything digitally. They take. And mm-hmm. that's not per person, correct? Oh, yeah. So you, what's really great is if you're traveling with a party of 20, as long as you are friends and family on My Disney Experience, everybody gets to use it. So it's. I think it's a great deal. I hadn't used it yet until I went with my family because we come all the time. So it's like, how many pictures do we need in front of the castle? So, But my parents and my sister came with us, and they don't have always come with us. So I really wanted to keep those memories. And so we bought it for the first time, and I absolutely think it was worth it. I'm, mm-hmm. If we would have bought 
three of those pictures, right. it probably would have cost us. Plus, you get the extra magic shots. They do fancy little Tinkerbell flying in Dory right. swimming across the screen. I just saw the one recently where they've added it in France. You can hold Ratatouille. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He gets to hold the rat. So that it's, sounds nice. I really, I really like Memory Maker. Well, you got to cheapen everything. <laughs> now I have to go back to I the spend insurance. My, I spend my life trying not to hold rodents. I just want to let you know. Not a real rodent. Um, this is a French-speaking rodent. Um, for the $77, that's per person? Per adult. The for, children the, are- for the length of your stay. Yes. And so children are covered under the same insurance plan with adults that are paying. What's also unique to Walt Disney World's insurance package, which is different than some of the other products, is it includes your air no matter where it was purchased. So if you bought independent air, the Walt Disney World insurance does cover that air as well. And we just had this issue this week. If you've got a client with a split stay or a package and a room only, the insurance will cover up to seven days pre and seven days post vacation. Wow. Awesome. And the insurance has to be, when you add it, you have to pay for it. So you can't add it and then pay for it later. Um, It's non-refundable after 14 days. And you want to pay for it before you pay in full. So even even if you're paying in full early, you have to add the insurance added before then. So on 30 days is when you have to pay in full and have it added. Mm -hmm. Also, if you cancel your vacation, insurance is not refundable. Correct. Correct. Mm-hmm. It's like a premium. Like you buy, purchase any insurance. You're purchasing an insurance policy. Exactly. What you're doing. Exactly. All right. So it's not on our list, but I'm going to ask about it anyway. And I just saw everyone clench yep. up. Sorry. No questions. Not on the list. Exactly. <laughs> it's not part of our schedule. Let's talk about adding air. Now, you can book air through the Walt Disney Travel Company and add it to a package. Let's talk about what we tell our clients about air. No. Exactly. <laughs> do not do not book it through Disney. So this is what it is. Disney has air add-on. They Correct. do offer that as an option. It's just not for we don't we recommend that you don't use it. There's a couple of reasons. Number one, it's not discounted. There's no benefit to using Disney Air. When you get Disney Air, it has to be paid for at the time you add it. So you're paying air up front. You might not be traveling for a year from now or whatever the case is. The other thing is Airlines have kind of positioned themselves. I've been around the business a really long time. Airlines have positioned themselves to want to book directly with the consumer. So what happens is if you book your air and there's a change in your air schedule, that change goes to Disney. Disney then sends that change to me, and I send that change to you. You know, you're, it's, there's, it's so convoluted right. in the way that it works. And because there's no benefit to you, we just say, just don't do it. Yeah. Just go to your airline. There's different things that you can do. Um, I always recommend kayak.com as a search engine looking for air from your city. Um, you know, Kristen was telling me that she travels a lot with Southwest. You can't book Southwest to, through Disney Air. Also, you can't book it anywhere but southwest.com. Right. So I, it's not even an option for me. Right. I just do mean- want to say, I know it has nothing to do with this conversation. Adventures by Disney Air works differently. Right, it does. Right, we're just focusing strictly on Walt Disney World packages. I just want if people, you know, they, they hear Disney Air. Right. I just want to say Adventures by yeah. Disney, there are Disney. benefits to booking And Disney it. Cruise Line Air, we, you've also heard us say that that's not a good idea. It's not either for similar reasons, right. a couple of other reasons. So each of the Disney products, while everybody hears Disney and thinks it's one big umbrella, yeah. it's really not. The insurance varies 
their air mm-hmm. programs vary. There's a lot of variances between the products. In this case, we're talking about packages, but well, you're right. Disney Air is they buy bulk air also. Yeah. Yes. So you don't find out what airline you're flying. World doesn't do that actually. With World, you're actually booking flights. Oh, okay. Cruise Line book does bulk air, yeah. um, but World, you're at booking actual flights. There's just no discount or benefit to do it. In general, I say don't do it because there I mean, is a benefit with Adventures by Disney. There is for sure, but with Walt Disney World packages, I mean, they've made it so the airlines have made it so easy for you to get your own air, to watch your air, to to see exactly right. when the right pricing is. It doesn't make any sense to go through Disney. I also want to point out one more thing: when you do book the air through Disney, if you have a problem, you kind of have to go back through Disney to get that we problem learned resolved. That. Yep. So you know, while you might think, look. Whatever happened and Delta messed up, I'm going to go to Delta and I'm going to complain. They're going to point you back to the company. I that would also the air, like which to, is Disney. Nothing to do with this conversation, but if you're booking your own air, watch your airfare. Even after you book it, keep an eye on it. We just booked airline tickets the other day, and in a course of 24 hours, the the fare dropped six hundred and seventy dollars per person. And we called back. I did it within the 24 hours. There was no change fees, and they just credited the amount we charged. They'll all do that within 24 hours. If you're outside of 24 hours, airlines will have different rules about what they'll do. But keep your eye on it. Because sometimes, because she said if I was outside 24 hours, what she would have done was she would have charged me a change fee, and then she would have given me a travel voucher. So even if you're outside 24 hours, it benefits you to pay Mm -hmm. attention to your airfare. I want to say, too. People often ask, why should I use a travel agency? I can do all this myself. I think this is one of the reasons why we like to put ourselves out there and say you should use a travel agency like Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you book air, there are benefits to us, to you booking the air in your package. So another travel agent would say, oh, yeah, of course, add your air and all add your other stuff. We're looking out for you. We want to make sure you're getting the best deal. We're making sure it all works out in your best interest. And if that means we've cut our sale out the air portion out of our sale we're doing it because we want to help you so that's why another reason to go with someone like dreams unlimited travel so there's my plug as if the whole show wasn't a plug um so let's sum up in general what we think are the benefits of going with a package with walt disney world i think for some the terms is a benefit the terms of a package you pay a 200 dollars deposit insurance if you're adding it would be paid with that deposit and then your final payment is due 30 days before so what happens is if you have a package booked and you're traveling five months from now but in that five months ticket prices go up you've already got a locked in package so if you were planning on just getting a room and buying your tickets when you got here there was a ticket price increase in between your price is protected in your package so there's that depending on where you're staying on a room discount or i'm sorry on a room rate you could be paying one night room it could be several hundred dollars that you're putting out as opposed to just the 200 so there's you know for some the terms of the package is convenient when you have a package you're linking that package reservation to my disney experience it automatically pulls in your tickets your dining it's all right there for you you're not linking separately so there's a convenience factor as well what am i missing girls can i ask a question sure is there any benefit to booking adding insurance at the time you make your booking as opposed to adding it before final payment there is because it kicks in as soon as you make your booking so as soon as you pay for the insurance now you're covered so um especially but isn't make, your deposit refundable up until 30 days it is but if you were to get a pre-existing condition in between the time that you booked and bought insurance that could affect you having a future claim what are the other benefits I'm missing? There's other benefits. 
Uh, you can the discounts that are specifically right. for packages only. You know, the Stay, Play, and Dine offer that was just recently released. You could only get that if you have a package. And Disney is very secretive about what that discount exactly means. So is it a discount on dining, tickets, and room? We don't really know. But you're, you wouldn't be able to get it if you didn't have a package. Right. 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 That's one of the things that happens quite a bit is people say, uh, I've already booked a reservation at Walt Disney World. Now there's free dining. Just add free dining to it. Why can't I just have free dining? And then you have to say, well, no, it's not really a package. We have to now make that a package. So that's a benefit for sure is that if mm-hmm. something comes out that you might want to add, right. make sure you have that up front. And, it's not, and there's not a downside because if there was a room-only discount, we can add room-only discounts to packages. We just right. can't add package discounts to room-only reservations. Correct. Just to convolute it further. Right, right exactly. To make it even more crazy. I think one of the biggest things I think that kind of throws people is that if they're booking, let's say, at the All-Stars, then their deposit would be significantly more. Because instead of one night room plus tax, now they have to pay that $200. It's not as big of a difference as it used to be. It could be, like it could be, by the time you add a one night, depending on what your rate is, a one night at All Stars with taxes, you're probably somewhere around 160 to 180 anyway, depending on. That's our answer to those folks who ask that. But I'm saying that does come up. It does come up. People say, well, if I book this way, I'm paying 200 up front. If I pay this way, I'm paying 165. And I just think it's the future, but it's, it's really the unknown. And because we've, We've done so many, and we see what happens on the other side. We know, okay, now we have to change, convert your room only to a package, or we know there's been a ticket increase, and now you were going to buy your tickets you know, closer to departure. Sure. Well, now you're paying more for them than had you had them. Early. So there's, there's a lot of unknowns, and it's really us just kind of drawing on our experiences of what's happened in the past to make recommendations that we think right. could help avoid as many of those landfalls as we are. And I think this ticketless package move to a ticketless package means that everything's going to be a quote-unquote package in the future. Yeah, I I agree. We talked about this last night. We talked about, you know, when you book a room only and then you decide, oh, I want to add tickets. It's not as easy as it sounds. You know, if you truly want to go from a room only to a package, it involves a cancel and rebook. Your, Your deposit is refunded and then a new deposit needs to be placed within three days. So. And if you're adding tickets to a room only that's not a package, you've got to pay for those tickets up front. Sure. Yep. So that's a bigger expense right. than just paying your $200 deposit. Mm-hmm. Anything else we're missing on packages? Anything we want to make sure people know? We probably are missing something. <laughs> but I think I, think I really think that's the bulk of it. Really talk to your agent because we were talking a lot in general terms. But your agent can really help with your specific situation and kind of help you navigate the dining plan and all the package options and see what makes sense for you and your so, family. If you're looking to book to book, if you're looking to book a Walt Disney World package, um, you can email anybody at the table except for Kevin and I because we will not help you. Um, their email I will send you to one of the people at the table. Exactly. <laughs> we will send you to somebody else. And uh, their email addresses will be in their uh, signatures on the, when you watch the show. So you should be able to find out how to get in touch with either Kristen or Stacy or Tracy. And if Excellent. you're just listening to the show, it's Stacy W, S-T-A-C-E-Y-W, T-R-A-C-E-Y-H, and K. R Y S T I N at Dreams Unlimited Travel. Yes, there you go. Someone's going to put that all in one big email. You know that, right? Thinking they're going to get all three of them. <laughs> if you put that all in one big email, we're not helping you. Exactly. <laughs> if you want to email all three of us, just email three redheads at Dreams Unlimited Travel. There you go. <laughs> <Don't do that. laughs> 
Don't do that. All right. Thank you guys very much for helping us with this conversation. It was very informative. Even I learned something, believe it or not. Thank you guys at home for listening and watching. We really appreciate it. We hope you have a great week, and we hope you have a great vacation.